last week on uh, Straight Talk Africa, you talked about uh, the State of the Union address. Uh, let me get uh, your assessment. Considering it is President Barack Obama's uh, last State of the Union address, by the way, and uh, that is the seventh, I think he did a terrific job. He obviously sounded like a man who can't wait to leave uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, but he also, again, equally sounded like someone, obviously, who would prefer to be replaced by someone from his party. <laughs> Interesting. What impressed you the most? I think the manner in which he was received at the Joint Houses of Congress, the manner in which he initially interacted with them individually, hugging and what are you kissing and all that kind of stuff, and uh, his focus. Maybe for purposes of our audience, uh, when people look at uh, Obama, uh, he came into power, he's served his uh, two terms, uh, he's now uh, ready to leave. Uh, he, as we are talking about, he gave his last uh, State of the Union address, and yet we have leaders on the African continent who have stayed put. Well, if you're talking about, of course, um, leaders, meaning those people in positions of power who are accountable to their people, and that is what defines their leadership or them as leaders, that is what is expected of them, Paul. But when you talk about um, the other league of leaders, you are probably mixing words here. Those are not leaders in the real sense. Those are rulers. Those are people that impose themselves on their people. Uh, in your view, do you think uh, Obama really accomplished uh, what he, he wanted to do in uh, these uh, last uh, seven years? But I think that some of the key uh, goals, frankly, that he set out to accomplish, I think he has more or less accomplished them. Look at foreign policy, for example. You know, when you look at uh, his agreement with Iran and what has followed, uh, you can begin to give the man credit. When you look at Cuba, restoring relationships with the, the island of Cuba, the man has done a lot of things. Look at the program of YALI, the Young African Leaders Initiative, which, of course, is known also as the Mandela Washington Fellowship. Something that, frankly, when you take a long view, as far as uh, the continent is concerned, I think... There is a future that uh, uh, clearly looks a little bit uh, rosy because you're going to get some of these smart guys come into positions of power in their societies and they will make a huge difference. And if they do, they will always trace back to those years of a one president, Barack Hussein Obama. Uh, what do you make of uh, uh, African presidents uh, who just come in and they keep saying that uh, they, ha they are not finished? Uh, what does it take uh, for somebody really to accomplish? I think, first of all, Paul, it is some you need to have a vision. For you to be able to accomplish something, you need to know exactly what you want to accomplish. Let's go to Brazil. You have a man called Lula da Silva. This is a man that was president of Brazil, the best president that Brazil has ever had. Why? He lifted more than 20 million human beings poor from poverty. This is a man who was able to do it in eight years. It's not about being in the power to make things happen. It's about being in power because you view power perhaps as an end in itself.
Uh, when you look at, uh, uh, for example, Obama coming coming and uh, talking to the Joint House of Congress, and then you look at African leaders uh, who sometimes even refuse to counter to their to their people. Uh, for example, uh, most recently the Ugandan president Yoweri Museveni refused even to come to a debate uh, to debate his uh, opponents. What do you make of that? How do you compare the two? What you see here in the United States and what you see in Africa? Perhaps again, uh, President Yoweri Museveni fits the uh, profile of someone who shouldn't be called a leader. He is a ruler, but somehow called a leader. This is not a man who is in power because people voted for him to get into office. If people voted for him to get into office, it would almost assume that they also have the power. If they feel that they no longer actually want him, vote him out of office. But as far as he's concerned, he has very few fundamental political constituencies that are very key to his survival in state house. One is the security apparatus, especially the military and the police. The other is the treasury poll, the grocery store. Imagine like a man who is in charge of the only grocery store in town. He's the only person that has the key. And you have people who need unfettered access to the grocery store. And it is up to him to decide who accesses and who doesn't. That is the kind of president or the kind of profile of a typical African president. A typical African president does not need to account to anybody so long as he has the power to command the military and to be in charge of the treasury. Uh, let's go back to Obama's uh, accomplishments. Uh, a lot of people, all his critics, would say that uh, he really hasn't done much for Africa. Uh, would you agree with uh, that kind of assessment? Absolutely not. Uh, if, in fact, you can even look at it in terms of the symbolic significance, the fact that son of a Barack Obama senior who was born and raised in Kogero, Western Kenya, can actually be an occupant of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, the White House. Can you imagine the kind of message it puts across that if this man can be president of the most powerful nation on this planet Earth, surely a lot of other Kenyans or Africans for that matter, can look forward to even going to Mars. So in terms of symbolic significance, you cannot put any price tag on that in terms of how he eventually inspires a lot of young people. That in fact, the, it is not the sky that is the limit, it is probably Mars. Then we can talk about some very immediately practical things. Look at Power Africa. Look at the fact that uh, he has continued, for example, uh, to renew the program of AGOA. Look at the fact that he has also extended, for example, PEPFA, which provides uh, drugs and medicines for malaria, tuberculosis, and AIDS. That is very important. Look at the Ebola epidemic in three West African countries. Obama took the initiative, and he honestly helped bring it almost to an end. So I think there are a lot of things that uh, he has actually done. 
how about people who say that uh, maybe instead of focusing on these young people they should actually go after the leaders uh, maybe this message needs to go to directly to the leaders who are governing some of these countries or who are ruling over these countries the problem with obama frankly is that uh, he has said the right things and as far as that type of leadership is concerned on the african continent and so it's very unfortunate that uh, he probably might end up uh, being a victim of some people who will say you know what when it came to those type of what the nigerian call sit tight leaders obama talked the talk but he did not walk the talk so that at the end of the day africans could walk the walk you have people like the president of rwanda for example major general paul kagame retired perhaps and certainly not tired you have a man who obviously presides over one of the poorest countries on this planet earth but he has the audacity for example to go to new york manhattan and check himself in a hotel where he can actually be paying anywhere between 15 to 20 thousand u.s dollars whereas on the other hand you have the prime minister of britain david cameron going to the same conference at the UN General Assembly, staying in the same neighborhood, staying in a hotel that is less than $7,000 a night. Even the President of the United States himself pays less than $10,000. And when Kagame is being asked by a New York Times journalist about how he can justify that, he says, I don't want you to take me there because you don't know where I come from. You don't know that I have lived, for example, in trenches. You don't know that I have lived in tents. You shouldn't be taking me there. And in fact, at the end of the day, of course, he said, but you know what? God made me in a very, very strange way.